the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good morning and welcome. Patriot Radio News Hour. Joe and Jason live on this Wednesday. Uh, Happy Hump Day, I guess. Uh, The fourth day of October. And man, it, it... October starting out like September, uh, a lot of selling pressure. Uh, it's continuing at least right now. Uh, we're watching the bond market last night. The ten-year note getting to four eight five. I know that doesn't sound that high, but man, that's a huge move in just a matter of a few days. It's off of that as we got some. Uh, I guess. Weaker numbers out of the U.S. to to help the Federal Reserve a little bit. Unfortunately, I'm going to tell you, not weak enough. Uh, Kaiser's strike has started. Uh, 75,000 healthcare workers walking off the job today. We'll keep you posted on everything that you need to know. 800 951 That is our toll-free number. Of course, the physical delivery of wealth insurance, gold and silver. And I will just say this right now. Don't let it pass you by. Uh, we've had a great pullback here prices are are coming in nicely uh silver premiums rising again so two days in a row now silver eagle premiums rising uh we've got some great specials coming up for you but but make sure you take advantage here allamericangold.com is the website and jason we had uh, it's first week of the month so we're going to get jobs uh, today we had ADP, private sector jobs, uh, much lower than expected. This was a September number, 89,000 jobs. So that that's, I guess if you want to say put that in the, the good column, I, you know, right? I mean, normally when we see jobs slow, we're like, well, that's not good. Uh, but but uh, Wall Street's going to take it as good, I think, because it is. It gives the opportunity that maybe the Fed doesn't have to raise uh, interest rates anymore. We'll have to wait and see. But, yeah, that number came in lower than expected. We also had data out about oil inventories. Now, oil inventories were down again. Uh, Cushing, Oklahoma, we're going to call it flat. Uh, they weren't. Re- they really didn't move about 100,000 barrels uh, but that was it. But the number that got them excited anyway was the gasoline number. So we had uh, about a 4 million barrel decline in oil inventories, about a $4 million, or four million barrel increase in gasoline. Uh, you know, you got to, it's only one number. So you got to say, well, you know, because these things, we, you know, next week we could get gasoline down 10 million barrels. You don't know. But I will say this, uh, when you take the four, the last four weeks of, of 2023 and you look at the same weeks last year, 
Jason, we're, we're looking at about a million barrels of gasoline a week less consumption. So maybe these higher prices have started to have an effect. It, it appears that way. Uh, we're going to have to see a little more data because, I mean, gasoline inventories went down last week. So uh, we'll have to see here. By the way, crude oil production remains right near the top. Almost 13 million barrels a day uh, being produced. Rig counts, and this is kind of what I'm falling again. So uh, my guess is as we get into winter, since we're, there's less rigs out there, I'm assuming some of this oil production is going to come off. But it does look like, at least to me, uh, that the higher gas prices got people driving less. That's exactly what I was thinking, too. You know, it, it, people don't have money just for everyday necessities. So if you can uh, avoid uh, running, you know, if, you, if your car gets 30 miles a gallon, if you can, you know, take take 60 miles off your tank this week, that saves you, you know, you know almost 10 bucks, you know, 8 bucks, whatever your gas prices are. And, uh, you know, Less car trips. Hey, maybe we'll uh, we'll wait till uh, a couple of months or maybe six months from now before we go. We take that family car trip, things like that. Joe, people cut back. You know, everyone people are cutting back. You know, you have to when when you're squeezing every penny. So, uh, not a surprise to hear that the usage of gasoline has gone down. That's again, I think we're going to see that with a lot of of consumer items. Joe, uh, a lot of a lot of people turning the heat down in the homes. A lot of people not driving. A lot of people not buying stuff at Walmart. Things like that. Yeah, it could be, could be one of those, you know, ADP, as I said, 89,000 jobs. They're expecting 150. Uh, it was the lowest jobs addition going back to January of 2021. Uh, so there was a couple, I get, you know, and again, uh, I, we'll call it a good thing. But yesterday, the, the jolts number, which is, hey, people uh, posting job openings, they said that that shot up. By uh, uh, hundreds of thousands, I want to say, uh, yeah, 500,000 uh, more job opening posts, but yet ADP said uh, hirings really didn't happen. I, and it's hard to know. Uh, with, you know, just one month of data here, it, it's hard to know. A lot of revisions here, but at least for a day, we can talk about. Okay, interest rates at least today, and obviously the day's not over, but it looks like they're not going to go up today. And we haven't had that in, in at least, what, the last five, ten trading days in a row. Uh, the 10 year note has been higher right now. The 10 year note at 476, like I said last night, got to 485. Uh, but, uh, you know, it, it's interesting, Jason. Be careful what you wish for. That That's my fear here. You know, be careful what you wish for because all of a sudden, you know, 89,000 jobs can turn into negative 89,000 jobs just like that. Uh, When we get back, another currency starting to have big problems. I'll tell you who that is. 800-951-0592. Joe and Jason. Pizza Radio News Hour, a quick look in at the markets. Uh, the Dow is down. Uh, here's the good news. Uh, it's off the lows, uh, down about 50 points here, a little over 50 points, 32,900. Uh, the S&P, uh, they've been back and forth, back and forth, but up right now four points. The NASDAQ is up 76 points. 
Crude oil's off three dollars, right? And again, we 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 told you why there. Uh, gold, depending on where you look, uh, I'm going to tell you gold's down a dollar, but uh, in in New York, but I want to say in London, gold's up like four bucks. But anyway, nineteen. 1923, 1924 in gold, silver, uh, 2111 right now. But if you're like, you know what? I don't like how this is shaking out. I don't like it at all. I don't like what interest rates are doing. I don't like what mortgage rates are doing. Auto loan rates are doing. Refi rates. Uh, I don't like what's happening uh, in commercial real estate. I don't like what's happening in the yen. I don't like the Chinese property market. I'm going to tell you about another major currency. Wow, this one may be the biggest shock of them all coming up next. But hey, you know what? I don't want my money in the bank either, and I don't necessarily want to be in Wall Street. Check out our friends at Y Refi. Up to 10.25% returns. Guess what? It really doesn't care. I'll be honest with you. The Dow could go to 40,000. They wouldn't care. Go to 20,000. They wouldn't care. Interest rates could stay here. They could go to 5%. Rick Santelli, they could go to 13%. None of that really matters here. And it's the greater good, too. It's actually something you can invest in and feel good about. Uh, check them out. Invest. Yrefi.com. That's the word invest. The letter Y R E F Y.com. Or call them at 888 Yrefi24. Uh, Jason, the, speaking of mortgages, we had data out on, on housing and purchases of homes tumbling again, down 6% week over week. Uh, this morning, the ten or I'm sorry, a 30-year mortgage hit the highest levels going back to August of 2000. So now uh, mortgages are at a 23-year high. A mind, let's call it a mind blowing. A mind blowing 7.88 percent. Uh, on the uh, on a mortgage as the interest rates have shot up dramatically, uh, home purchases down to levels now that we haven't seen since the mid '90s, and refinancing uh, that is well, you know not that there's a lot of it going on, but can totally collapsing here. And the the mortgage industry they began tracking something in 2018 for the first time which was declining you, your mortgage or your refi because of income. That number hit an all-time high last week. Uh, record numbers of banks declining people, Jason, whether it was a mortgage or a refinance, uh, because of income. Obviously now, right, hey, you got to pay 7.88% where last week, you only had to pay 7.3%. That that was enough to get a lot more people to not be able to qualify. Yeah, Joe, that's for sure. And, and uh, you know, as I listen to you speak, I'm, I'm guessing one aspect of borrowing money that may have picked up with, with what's going on is I'll bet a lot of people are going to their local banks and getting small loans. It's, you know, who wants to refinance that, that mortgage, right? And so uh, I'll, I'll bet there's a lot of uh, you know personal financing going on if people really need it. But there's only so much you can do of that before you have to move to a new home or 
somebody's first time buyer and and, and uh, those rates are high joe i mean and i yeah. i don't think they're as high as they're going to be i think you're going to see a lot higher i think home buying is going to be very very much more unaffordable as we continue joe it's going to get worse yeah i think that now we got another problem right now now all of a sudden uh, the home builders are probably going to slow way down uh, because they're, they're, you know, selling them. I know all the home builders in this town, which uh, have been uh, pretty, I, I would say, pretty strong. Now they're all offering a, a the, uh, the first two years super low rates for two years uh, before it jumps back up again. Uh, you know, uh, be careful. That's all I'm going to say. Be careful out there. Uh, but yesterday we talked about, okay, there's problems in the market. We're starting to see there's liquidity problems. And we were speculating, where could all of this be? Well, data out today from the ECB, despite the fact that they hiked rates again, according to data from SWIFT. So SWIFT is the system that... The Americans and our allies, I mean, most of the world uh, uses what this is. Uh, SWIFT is a payment cross-border. So, in other words, uh, the U.S. wants to buy something uh, from China. They'll use SWIFT uh, as the payment, right? That's how they'll send the payments. And according to their data, this is really, really hard to imagine. The transactions done in euros in January of this year, 38% of all SWIFT transactions was done in euros. At the end of August, we don't even have September's numbers yet. At the end of August, that number was down to 20 By the way, those of you thinking, well, how about the dollar? Well, I guess the dollar hung in there, right? You know, they they put it this way. Uh, The dollar didn't pick up any of that, uh, which was kind of surprising to me. Uh, I think we kind of know where a lot of this went, uh, a lot of this now being done with China. Now, does that mean that China uh, grew... You know, this 15%, no. Uh, A lot of that can be, right, obviously Europe, the Eurozone, those economies have slowed down. So some of it is just the slowing down. But this is a percentage. So everybody slowed down. You would think the percentage would would be a little bit higher. But, Jason, this is kind of shocking how big of a drop that the euro has seen, and when we see this in payments, uh, we talk about, Rick Santelli posed the question yesterday, who's going to buy all this debt? <clears throat> and right now, uh, countries are saying, not us. Uh, Japan, China, net sellers, now the eurozone. Apparently there's been a lot of euro selling happening uh, that we just haven't seen, right? Obviously we live here, so we don't follow this very much. But a dramatic drop in the use of the world globally through the SWIFT system. Yeah, you know, before 9 11, uh, Saddam Hussein was going to start using euros. Anyway, he, uh, you know, Muammar Gaddafi wanted to go to his golden dinar. 
Uh, you had these Middle Eastern countries that were going to go off the dollar, and they were going to start pushing that. And I think there was going to be a lot of success, and so you know those things were handled. And uh, so the euro was one of those. Hey, we can, you know, we can use any currency if we want to get off the dollar. We could try using some, somebody else's currency, and then usually that that currency, whoever uses issues that currency, they're not going to be too uh, unhappy with that. And so the euro was like always kind of like one of those defiant currencies that the, some of these small nations would go to, to to get away from the dollar. Well, that's just not what they're doing now, Joe. So on top of everything that you mentioned, uh, a lot of these you know these other nations are thinking Bitcoin or digital currencies, or now it's the yuan. Just use Chinese money, or let's just use any currencies. And so I think all of that, uh, a little bit of that extra emphasis on hey, to use the euro instead of the dollar, that's all gone, Joe. And plus, let's just face it, the the, the eurozone economically is looking worse, I think, than America, or at least just as bad. Yeah, it's going to be uh, an interesting thing. It's never good though to see these big moves like this. The, the, that's when uh, you, you you really get to the precipice, right, where all of a sudden. Right. Well, it was gradual for, at first, and then it's all of a sudden, and then uh, you know you, the Italians or the the Spaniards, or maybe it's Greece again or Ireland, uh, anyone, Portugal, right? Any of those <clears throat> former pig nations, they go to sell some euro debt, and nobody's there. Right? Yep. Nobody's nobody going to show. Hey, I don't want that. I don't need that. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna trade in a different currency. And then all of a sudden, uh, you have a contagion problem. And a lot of people, you know, let's not forget about about the digital things. And we know this is where they want us to, to go now. I don't think anybody doubts that. I do think there's a lot of people out there that just can't get their arms around. They're not going to do what Joe, Joe and Jason are saying. They're not going to track you. Right, They're, they don't care how many rolls of toilet paper we buy, or how much gas we buy, or how much red meat we buy. And and I'm going to tell you right now, this was out of Bitcoin Magazine, and I want There's a ton of court cases going on right now, and all kinds of different things when it comes to, uh, and I'll just say Bitcoin, uh, digital currencies. Uh, but when I when I say Bitcoin, I'm talking all of them: Ethereum, Ripple. Uh, Dogecoin, whatever you know, all the all of those uh, tokens, if you will. And I want people to understand: here's what the U.S. government is arguing in court right now, and it all has to do with privacy. And the U.S. government is saying that all of this block chain or chain what they call chain analysis needs to be the the US government needs access to that we need to know what people are buying this is what they're arguing in courts right now uh, the US if you want to look it up the US first uh, sterling gov s t e r l i n gov Saying that by not having visibility, in other words, by us not knowing who the user of the spending is, 
jeopardizes numerous law enforcement investigations and impacts the effectiveness of law enforcement tracing tools and it's enabling the development of criminal countermeasures to blockchain analysis. In other words, hey, we need to know the code. We need to have the source because without it, all this are going, first of all, it's stopping us from investigating the bad people. And also, they're working on ways to make it impossible for us to get access. So we need to have access right now. And Jason, this is something where, again, I think it makes it very clear which, where our government sits when it comes to privacy of digital money. Yeah, yeah, there will be no privacy. <laughs> I don't know how. Yeah, and when anything has a digital number attached to it, that means it's stored somewhere, and any, it's it's for anybody to, to look at, Joe. And, you know, this digital is, is the opposite of privacy. Digital is, is transparency. You know, in some things you want more transparency, like your federal government. And uh, I would like to have a digital government, I guess, <laughs> with more transparency. I'd like, I'd like to see exactly what they're doing when they're doing it. I mean, really, we should have that. We're the ones that elect them. But, but uh, digital is not privacy. It's the opposite of privacy. That's what I like about gold, Joe. Gold is uh, is between two people, right? The buyer and the seller. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Jason and I were coming right back after the break. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Joe and Jason Patriot on News Hour here on this Wednesday. This is it, the final day on ten dollar liberties. Uh, we're just. Uh, running out of available uh, product here, a thousand and thirty-five dollars. Let me—I got to get my sheet. You know, I know I should be yes, a thousand thirty-five on the ten-dollar gold liberties, uh, silver eagles. I told you the premium second day in a row now. Premiums have risen on silver eagles. Uh, they're still here's the good news: silver's down a quarter. Well, that just allowed me to keep the price the same. There's still $575. Silver's at just over $21. This is an outrageously, it's a screaming buy here. I do have five-ounce silver bars. I'm going to put them on sale for $125. Five ounces of silver for only $125 at 800 Nine five one zero five nine two. If you're brand new, just say, hey, I want the special. Now today, the girls will be like, well, which one would you like? You may say, all of them. I want the gold. I want the silver. I want the bars. Uh, then we're going to ask you one hard question. How many? Uh, it, it really is. It, it's so simple to order from us. Uh, we give you a trade number when when, when you order. If you're in uh, Phoenix or if you're up uh, in northern Colorado, and you want to pick up your product, you can absolutely do that. Uh, you can pay and pick up. If you live far away, maybe you live in another state, or, hey, I just don't live that close to where your offices are, uh, you can just put a check in the mail. If you want to use your credit card, you can. Uh, we're still charging 2% uh, for right now, a 2% credit card fee. Uh, but you're all locked in. 
And I think today, uh, this this week's a great week to lock it, I think. You know, it could go a little lower here, but you're buying nowhere near the top here. Uh, trying to catch tops or bottoms way too difficult. Uh, and if we ship it to you, we, we charge a flat 35 bucks. Obviously, if you want order one five-ounce silver bar, we're not going to charge you $35. We're just not going to do that. Uh, but we do need to cover our costs there. But call us, 800 951 Zero five nine two and get <clears throat> your wealth insurance put away because I want to tell you right now I'm reading more about the government here. Listen to this, Jason. Very much kind of sounding like the Patriot Act in a lot of things, saying that the uh, a protective order they're trying to to seal the disclosure right they don't want us to know what they really want but in the latest release of documents the u.s government is now trying to define software developed to protect individual financial privacy on the blockchain is adversarial and contends that the disclosure uh, is essentially providing a way for people to circumvent the law. This is the argument that they're making in court right now, saying anybody who doesn't want us to know what they're buying is really a criminal, and they're going to be engaging in, in criminal activity. You know all the ones, ready? Uh, drug trafficking, oh, where have we heard that before? Uh, terrorist, right? Terrorist organizations or circumventing law enforcement, and it's simply not being made in good faith. In other words, people that want to hide this information from us are not operating in good faith. I'll say, I'll tell you what. If they, uh, I'll agree to to to, to these demands that they want to see every single purchase. Uh, as soon as every elected official of Washington D.C. has a name on a, you know, on a, let's just say a website you can go to, and every single buy and sell purchase of every elected official is on a sheet that I can just go to on a website and look at it. As soon as I see exactly what Joe Biden's buying and selling every single day, and what Donald Trump is buying and selling every day if he's president again, or all of our Congress people, then it's like, all right, fine, you can look at what I'm buying and selling. But if I can't look at what our elected officials are looking at as easy as they want to look at what we're buying and selling, no deal, right, Joe? I, I ain't. I don't. I don't want people looking at what I'm buying and selling. It's none of their business. That's what it, freedom it is, is about. Ab- it absolutely is none of their business. But again, I think this is something where we're starting to see, right, how our government is really positioning themselves when it comes to digital currencies, uh, uh, and again, I think there will be some that survive. I think the, the anybody that thinks they're going to be able to maintain privacy and still use these, I think they're kidding themselves, and privacy will not exist when our central bank digital currency comes up. I mean, just look at what the government saying. And essentially, I, I, I will guarantee it, the Fed coin or whatever you want to call it, they're going to have a back door. Remember Apple used to have that back door? 
right? Oh, we got a back door that the FBI and the CIA can use. That's exactly what's going to happen with this digital currency. Law enforcement's going to be able to 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 use that back door and and know all of this stuff. This is why you know you got to raise awareness. We got to try to stop it from happening. But Jason, I think that's already passed. I think we're past the point of no return. But this is why you got to have more gold and silver put away if you want to do anything. And believe me, the rules are coming. Buying, do you think gas is expensive now? Wait till the digital currency comes out. You haven't seen expensive. You haven't seen expensive at the grocery store, especially on the items that they're going to say, you know what, well, that, that's just not a good item. You know, cows are bad, right? Chickens are bad. Hogs are bad. Gasoline is bad. Coal is bad. Natural gas is bad. Jason, they're going to be able to regulate all of this stuff. Well, and you had mentioned earlier with our silver special for those uh, silver bars for 125 each, silver eagles, you know, ten dollar liberties at 1035. Uh, you, you had mentioned, well, we don't know; it could go down some more. It doesn't really matter. It's really about how many ounces you own. And if if you're really worried about, well, I want to buy it when it goes a little lower, but you don't know when it's going to happen. It's, there's an easy solution to that. You buy the special today. When it goes lower, you buy it when it goes lower. And you keep buying because at some point it's going to stop going lower. It's going to bounce up, and you're still going to want to buy more as it's going up. So you might as well buy it when it's lower and going lower. And then when it goes up, you're still going to. You know, here's the thing, Joe. How many people buy when it's going up? It's 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 the too late train that builds up steam. I like I'd like to be a little less busy when it starts going up and then people are going crazy uh, heading heading for the entryway to, to buy as much as they can. We have customers coming out our ears. Some of you guys can buy it now when we're a little slower. I'm all up for that, Joe. I'm all up for getting a lot of customers taken care of in a real sweet time to do it. it, it it's hard to convince them, right? This when, We should be the busiest now instead of when the crisis has happened. But it, it's hard. It never works that way. We'll be back right after the break. 800-951-0592. Joe and Jason, Patriotto News Hour. Here on a Wednesday, uh, the $10 Liberties, 1035 uh, And then on the silver side, we got silver at 575 but these 5-ounce silver bars at $125. I just looked during the break. <clears throat> We're back to 88 ounces of silver for an ounce of gold. Uh, that's how many uh, ounces of silver you would need to, for one ounce of gold, you know. Uh, it, it goes back, you know, and everyone has different numbers uh, that they they like to use as to what is normal. A lot of people say fifty. I'm a little higher. I'm like I think sixty five. You know, since we've gone off the gold standard anyway, seems to be that. But you know, go back when gold was eight hundred, silver hit fifty bucks. I mean, it was sixteen to one. Here it's at 88 to 1. It's not the highest level ever. The highest level ever actually happened during COVID. Uh, we got above 100 to 1. But, Jason, this is this is the, 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 the highest level before that was in the low 90s. So we're almost back to you know near record level highs. This tells you silver's extremely undervalued here. Uh, it, it's had a a move of more than ten percent to the downside, maybe 
closing in on 15% to the downside just over the last seven trading days. Uh, it, this is a huge opportunity uh, to pick up silver at a historically low level. Yeah, you know, I, I'm a little different. I think silver should be 20 to 25 to 1. <laughs> That's where I right. think it should be. Uh, it makes a lot more sense. Uh, out of the ground, I think it's down to 12 to 1 or 14. To, it's gotten really, as far as coming out of the ground, it's it's really below that, even that 16 to 1, which is what uh, William Jennings Bryan's and the, the free silver guys of the late 1800s wanted. Um, but, uh, yes, I don't know when silver will run. A lot of people are buying silver instead of gold. Uh, specific, specifically for how much room silver has to run, I don't know if that's going to happen over this next cycle. You know, the next few years, uh, next decade, but it's going to happen. And I've I've seen people prognosticate, Joe, that silver will be more than gold at some point in the future. That it seems like a fantasy, but when you hear them actually talk about why it's going to do that, it it sure seems possible. I never thought I'd see rhodium do what it did. What was it like a year ago and go to almost was a thirty thousand dollars an ounce now back down to thirty five hundred. Uh, silver could do that, Joey. I mean, we don't control these things. We just have to play along. Well, yeah, silver, obviously the use, right, the industrial yep. use for silver. Uh, you know, in talking about them, we don't really talk enough about the other metals, but uh, right now silver and platinum is where I would live. Uh, Jason talked about rhodium down to $3,450. It was $30,000 not that long ago. I still don't like rhodium here. Uh, I, I, I don't. Uh, yeah. Palladium at 1130 Palladium is way down. I mean, shoot, Palladium, I think, what, a year ago, Palladium was like almost 2000 bucks. Uh, that Down to $1,140. I still don't like it that at these levels. Uh, so, uh, but, but I think platinum is probably the most undervalued, followed by silver. You know, the, the only thing with silver is, right, it... it it takes up a lot more room uh, than, than, than gold would do. You know, people f- don't yeah. realize how small gold, a million dollars, a million dollars in gold. Your wife could put it in one of her purses. Absolutely. And still put, all right, so you'd have to take some of her stuff out there. I don't know if you guys, if your wife's like my wife, my wife's like, like MacGyver in her purse. Like, I'm almost shocked if something comes up and my wife doesn't say, oh, I think I got that in my fur, uh, my purse, right? I mean, uh, short of bringing out a hammer and a nail, my wife's got everything in that thing. But you can fit a million dollars of gold in, in, in your wife's purse, a uh, million dollars in silver. Man, you better have a really big safe to store it all and and probably a forklift to move it, Jason. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, it's uh, as, as the dollars devalue, that it'll, it'll take less and less of your purse to put that million dollars in. So it'll it'll be the uh, your change pocket pretty soon. But you know, something I, I didn't get a chance to mention, and I did. I don't look at the debt clock on a daily basis. I I, I do look at it a lot. And you may have mentioned this on Monday, Joe. It might have it might have got slipped by me. But the uh, we we uh, the government avoided the shutdown over the weekend, and then on Monday the, the U.S. debt went up three hundred billion dollars. It's it's amazing. Three hundred, oh, not quite, but three hundred billion dollars. That's that's almost a third of the entire Reagan uh, def, uh, uh, debt, which which hit a, which hit a trillion for the first time during his years. I mean, that's 
was it 45 days till this happens again? What's going to happen the day after they fix that one? $400 billion? Well, let me Let me tell you, because you started talking, I'm like, what is Jason talking about? Because I sat here and told you, gosh, the debt went up another $50 billion, $33,150 billion. That was just the other day. Guess what it is today? $33,444 billion uh, jumping $300 billion overnight. Uh, this is, and get ready. Listen, the government needs money. It needs it badly. The higher these rates go, the more they have to borrow. Uh, we borrowed just the last quarter that just ended. We borrowed a trillion dollars in a single quarter. Well, if you did the math, if you have to do that every quarter, that's $4 trillion. Uh, we're not going to be there yet. But, Jason, I'm going to tell you right now. I think 2020, fiscal year 2024, our debt for the year is going to be real, much closer to an all-time record high than most people imagine. I think we're going to be real close to $3 trillion in 2025 and beyond. I think every year after, we will break records on how much debt needs to be issued. 800-951-0592. Jason and I, we're going to wrap it up right after the break. 800-951-0592. Joe and Jason, Patriot News Hour. Yeah, I mean, we're going to be at $34 trillion before the end of the year. It's crazy. Crazy how fast. How about this? Uh, Numora just came out. Said that uh, the, U, uh, the U.S. stock market is closing in on a come-to-Jesus moment. Uh, that's never a good thing. So Site General this morning said that the the markets look like another 87-style crash. Remember what happened to Japan in 87. They're still not back there. They're still not back. I mean, we're, we're, we're closing in on what? For almost 40 years, you know, pretty close, closing in on 40 years later. And then their stock market still isn't where it was in 87. Jason's been saying this for a while. He thinks we're shaping up for a decade, two decades before we get back. And Jason, I got to ask you, you know, we hit, what, 36, 37,000 not that long ago. Do you, is that the number? Do you think that that, that yeah. we're, we're going to be waiting that long to get back there? There's always monkeying around that these financial wizards can do to, to uh, inflate, you know, uh, falsely to, to get it above that number. So I wouldn't put it past the financial wizards to try to, let's say, try to prop Biden up next year to get him elected and have a have a. Uh, a heat up rally next year to get it to that record high, so we can say that in some sort of a debate. But other than that sort of situation, I think that's it. And I think we stay here for a very long time. We stay below that number. So I'll give myself a little out on uh, you know the political season because presidents love to have you know talking points, and you know, it just takes a few multi-billionaire, trillionaire-type companies to just puff up the markets for a short time. But I'm starting to think they're having trouble doing that now, Joe. I think that the eight stocks, so to speak, aren't. Aren't as aren't big enough to do it possibly, 
But yeah, I, th- I think we're looking at 20 years, 10, 10 to 20 years of, of being below that high. Well, again, it's gradual until it's suddenly, and I agree, I feel it. You can feel it, right? You can feel it like there's a, a day of reckoning coming. I don't know when, I don't know how, uh, and I don't know what the cause of it's going to be, but it, it won't really matter. There's a lot of... Uh, fragility in the system. You know, we talked about how the banks, I mean, they're they're in such a bad spot, uh, just loaded down with a lot of debt that's paying them 3% or less, and yet they've got to pay 4 and 5% just to keep deposits. It's not a great situation uh, whatsoever. And, and now, you know, $300 billion in a day, we shouldn't be surprised. We see these big moves all the time, but I mean, we're halfway to thirty-four trillion. We just got the thirty-three. We just got there. I know. <laughs> We're you at get forty next year. Th- things go bad enough, Joe. You can see forty next year. I mean, think about it. It just takes bad things to happen. I mean, if if every forty-five days the government shuts down, if every forty-five days they have to discuss this, and then it goes up a half a trillion, how fast could that could yeah. that go to forty trillion in one year? I mean, I I, I don't know. I mean, already. Uh, you get born, every baby born. Oh, there's a hundred thousand you owe. Every baby in the U.S. right now. That's the every 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 citizen. He needs to write a check for a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, every taxpayer. Who knows what? Two fifty, two sixty, three hundred thousand. Yeah. Good luck with that. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.